Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on today. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I'm enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is great and he is greatly to be praised. Glory to God. And so I'm just going to get right in on this. Tell it like it is Tuesday. I've been hearing a lot, you know, about manifesting, manifesting this, manifesting that. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We really need to know the truth about manifestation. And that is my title on today. The truth about manifestation, because it's like, we don't need to get so caught up in manifesting a house, manifesting a car, manifesting a business, manifesting a spouse, but we have not allowed God to manifest ourselves to ourselves or God have not manifested himself to us because a lot of things that's being manifested is in is in their self is something that is being manifested that's not in God's will for your life and so you got to make sure that you have a relationship with God so you can know hmm is this something that God wants me to have is this something that I'm going hard for that I have manifested but this was really not in God's will because guess what if it's not in God's will then you know what a human can come and take that away from you and then you'll be all depressed you'll be all sad you'll be all this because it wasn't God's will for you to have, for you to have that in the first place so you me we all need to make sure that the things that are being manifested is something that is coming from God and it is it is in God's will for our lives because even the devil see we got to understand some things because the devil the devil can get the devil can allow you to get a house the devil can allow you to get a car the devil can even send you a spouse a counterfeit but hey you got to know the difference and it's it's like it's really god this is really deep and then another thing god allowed like blessings to come upon the just as well as the unjust so even if you did manifest these material things but your soul not right then when god comes back to rapture the church or if you die and you don't have god's holy spirit residing in you then everything that you manifested here on earth means nothing it's like dung it means nothing because you acquired all of this material wealth even a spouse but your soul wasn't right with God. So now you got to spend eternity in hell. Oh, and you're going to feel the fire. So why not Why not us spend some time letting God manifest himself to us? Okay? Why not spend some time in doing that? So you know what? Whatever you get, you'll be like, mm, yes, Lord. I can be comfortable because this was God's will for me. And then even if you're like Job and some things get taken away from you, you still have your confidence and your trust will still be in God. And you're not going to lose your mind because it's like, hey, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away, bless be the name of the Lord. But if see all your confidence was in your material things and people, 
then it's going to be a sad thing when all this stuff starts getting taken away from you. And you, you don't understand why. But see, at the end, hey, it was revealed that mm, Job, 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 he got double for his trouble. So I'm telling you right now, you need to know what you're trying to manifest and make sure it's not the devil or yourself manifesting this stuff for you. But anyway, I got a few points because I'm like, mm-mm. I, our people is perishing because of the lack of knowledge. Don't just be going along with stuff that's trendy. You need to make sure that you understand what you're doing on today. Glory to God. So the truth about manifestation. Number one, the definition of manifest. Manifest means, and I'm going to have my phone. Manifest means to make evident or certain by showing or displaying. To make evident or certain by showing or displaying. It also means to show something clearly through signs or actions. To show something clearly through signs or action or actions. Number two, God was manifested to take away our sins. God was manifested to take away our sins. And so I should say Jesus, because, you know, in a fleshly body, he was Jesus. Jesus was manifested to take away our sins. Okay. And we know, and ye know, that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. That's found in 1 John 3 and 5. So Bible, we got to be Bible believing people now. God was manifest, Jesus was manifested to take away our sins. And see, these are the these are the manifestations that we need to be concerned about because I'm telling you, I'm telling you this stuff going to pass away, but God and his word is going to last forever. So, let's understand why Jesus was manifested again to take away our sins. 1 John 3 and 5. Next. 3 God wants to manifest himself to us. And so God wants to manifest himself to us. The Bible says, John 14, 21, 22, He that have my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. I need to say that again because there's some deep word coming on to that. He that have my commandments, where the commandments found in the word of God, in the Holy Bible, he that have my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. So if you keep his word, you love him. It don't matter about you saying, I love God, but you keep sinning on purpose. No, mm-mm. You, he that have his commandments and keep him, keepeth them. Those are the ones that love him. It says, and he that loves me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. So who is God manifesting himself? Who is God manifesting himself to? Those that love him. Who is those that love him? Those that keep his commandments. Because a lot of times you're like, hmm, I don't understand God. I don't understand. I don't understand well, guess what? You're not keeping his word, and so he's not going to appear to you. You're not going to, he, you're, 
he's not going to be clear to you because you're not keeping his word. So those that, it said, those that keep his word, those are the ones, that, those, he that have his commandments and keep them, those are the ones that love him and those are the ones that he's going to manifest himself to and share some of his uh, revelations, his deep secrets. Uh, he don't share this with everyone, okay? Now, that is John 14, 21 through 22. And then Judas, whew, Judas said unto him, not Issachar. Judas said unto him, not Issachar. Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? So he's not manifesting himself to the world. And see, that's why sometimes the world, people that's not saved, the people that's not following the Bible, they're not going to understand some things because, see, that's why somebody that's unsaved and somebody that's in the world cannot tell me what God thinks. You know, you can't tell me nothing because you're not obeying his word and he's not sharing with you some of his secrets. And his secrets, some, and I'm talking about even the plain Bible, the plain Bible, like the Bible is here, but you're not understanding you're not understanding his word because you don't have his spirit. That's another thing, but that's that's you know, we ain't go we ain't going there right now. But um he's not manifesting himself to the world because the world don't love him and the world don't know what to do with his word. So he is manifesting himself to those that are keeping his word. Those that keep his word is those that love him. Not just know his word, not just know about memory, not just quote the word, but those that keep his word, those that do his word, those that take his word to heart. Those are the ones, those are the ones that God will manifest himself to. Now, John 14, 23, Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words. And my father will love him and we will come unto them and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. We will live with the ones that's keeping the word. So God wants to manifest himself to us. But it's just, it's just, you know what? Think about a relationship. Think about a normal relationship. Some of your secrets, you're not just going to tell everybody. Like, it's a secret. Or it's something that's dear to you because they don't know how to handle you. They don't know how to handle the truth about you. So some of your secrets, you're not going to reveal to them. Not that, you know, you don't love them, but they can't handle the truth. They don't know what to do with the truth. You don't trust them with the truth. And so that's why in this scripture passage, God is saying, hey, I'm going to manifest myself to those that keep my word, not just those that know of me, okay? Not just those that know of me, those that know me in the pardon of their sins, those that's reading and studying my word and obeying it. Those are the ones that I'm going to manifest myself to because those are the ones that love me. They're taking to heart what I'm saying. They know what to do with my truth. So God wants to manifest himself to us, but we have to want it. We have to love him, and the only way we love him is keeping his commandments and holding them dear to our heart. Okay, I'm going to go on. But we all need to pray that God, and I'm praying for a lot of people, that God will manifest himself to you. Because a lot of times, like, the world is evil. And then you have, I read something the other day, like, you are looking at people that's misrepresenting God. 
And so you don't really know God and God is love. And, and, and yes, he loves you and he cares about you. And sometimes you be thinking, oh no, God don't love, but he do. But see, you got to want to know of God. You got to stop being so close-minded and really say, God, could you manifest yourself to me? And if you don't want to use that big word, please show yourself to me, Lord. I want to know you in a part of my sins. I want to know you for real. Not just what my mama said, my daddy said, the preacher said. No, I want to know you. Can you please show me? Show me who you are. And then you open up your Bible. And then you, God will begin to reveal some things to you about him. He ain't going to tell you. He ain't going to tell you a lot. Because you can't be trusted yet. But what you need to know about him, God will reveal that to you. So you yourself can have a relationship with him. And just like a normal relationship, the more you get to know him, the more he's going to reveal his word to you. So we're going to go on. God want to manifest himself to us. Um, Number four, God wants to manifest us to ourselves. He wants you to know who you really are because it's time out for the hypocrisy and acting like you you don't know you. And sometimes you don't. So God want to manifest us to ourselves because sometimes like you can have a mind and saying that you're good. But see, it's no one good but one, which is Jesus Christ. So if you ever receive salvation, you are no good. So you got to receive salvation. Let Christ come into your life so you can see Christ as he see you. And you cannot do a work for the Lord without his spirit. You cannot do a work for the Lord without spending time with him. So, but you got to know you. And the, the word of God is like a mirror to all of us. And so when we look into the perfect law of liberty, we're like, wait, I don't measure up. So God will reveal God will reveal you to you when you read the word. You be like, hey, it's some things that I need to tune up. It's some things that I need to tune up and get straightened out so I can be the woman of God. And if you are a man, so I can be the man of God. And so the Bible says in Hebrews 4, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So the Bible gonna show you you. Oh, it's going in. It's going in beyond the clothes, beyond the clothes. Because I know y'all be seeing a lot of sanctified people got them long skirts on and all of that. Hey, if you got that long skirt and all that, and your heart ain't right, mm -mm, it don't matter. See God looking at that heart. Yes, we need to dress properly. We need to dress modestly. But you got a long skirt on, but your heart is just so dirty and evil and deceitful. Woo! Mm-mm. And hypocrisy. Woo! Evil. And so I'm just saying, the word of God, that's what we judge ourselves by. It, again, it's like a mirror. So the word of God is, is piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner. See, we can't see you. But God can see your thoughts and say it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Because you can even be doing good stuff, but your intent is wrong. If you're doing it to please somebody else, 
but not to please God. You're just doing it to look good. Mm, the, the Bible will get you. It's a deserter of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. So I'm about to tell y'all, uh, uh, people might can't see us. People might don't see everything we're doing. But God is none of us that is not manifest, shown clearly in his sight. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. God sees it all. We naked before him. It don't matter where you go on this earth, God see you. He see beyond the clothing. He see beyond the words. He see beyond the actions. God see us. And the word of God is a discerner of them thoughts and intents of your heart. And so we need to ask God to reveal me to me. God, show me me. Show me clearly me so I can get me right because this is the problem. This is the problem. And this is a singles podcast. And so a lot of times you ain't right. But yet, instead of working on yourself, instead of allowing the word of God to reveal to you, you, you trying to search for a mate. And so what's going to happen is you going to take some, some problems, some issues into your marriage that could have been cleared up in singleness, could have been cleared up in singleness. But since you were so adamant about getting married, some of those issues is now going into marriage that the husband got now deal with. And then sometimes that is why a lot of divorces is happening because in your singleness you didn't deal with the issue or issues you wasn't healed you didn't allow God to show you 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 didn't work on yourself but you were so focused and I'm not talking about just in a natural because some people might have it going on financially yeah you might be stable financially but you're not stable. You're not stable spiritually, mentally, or emotionally. So now, again, you're taking some baggage into the marriage that should have been corrected in your singleness. God, show me me on today. That's what we all need to say. And so that's why I, for those that may don't know me or heard me before, that's why when I had my youngest baby, which is now 14, I was like, God, show me me. Lord, work on me. And I thank the Lord for how he had. And I was like, ah, hey, now I'm ready to get married. Now I'm ready to join forces with another holy man because I got myself straightened out. And that's what you have to do. Like you got to focus on you, on my podcast, on a lot of things that I talk about. And that's why I'm not popular. I don't care what do what God told me to do because a lot of times you're focusing on a man, which is a problem. Instead of focusing on fixing you. See, if you focus on fixing you, God will send the holy man, glory to God, that is right aligned to you and the purpose that he has given you. And you will be right aligned to the purpose that he has given him. But if you don't even know you, you don't even know, you don't even know your purpose. You, how you going to 
gonna know if this man is a man for you. You only looking at what he got, how he look. The inside of him matters a lot. You need to be looking at the whole picture and see if you don't know you, you don't know what best fits you. And again, that's why a lot of divorces happen now. People want to live single when they marry because they didn't take the time to live the single life while they were single. They was focusing, focusing, focusing on a man. No, you need to be right for that man. You need to be make sure you right inside and out for that man. And so the Bible says he that find of a wife find of a good thing. So you need to already be a wife. I'm, that's why I'm like, yes, yes, I am already a wife. You need to be already a wife with the qualities of a wife. Before he find you, he that find of a wife find of a good thing and obtain favor from the Lord. You need to already be a wife in every aspect, every aspect of the word. Oh, Lord, I got to go home. I'm not tearing you down, singles, but you need to fix you. You need to be confident in the woman that God created you to be. You need to make sure, again, that those issues was dealt with, that you had. And so the Bible also say, seeing that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which can not be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was at all points tempted, like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews 4, 12 through 16. So we need to be coming to God for help with different issues. If you have a lust problem, you need to be asking God for help right now. If you're single and you're still watching pornography, you're not ready to get married. You have a lust problem. If you, you, a man, and you can't keep your eyes off a woman's butt jiggling, you have a lust problem. You need to get it right. Now, this, this stuff, this, no. Now, we know men have eyes. I understand you see, you see. But then you see and you don't see. But you staring at the woman? Oh, no. You got a lust problem. Or you take the conversation on and on, talking about a woman's body in a sexual manner, and you say you saved? Get out of here. Dude, go back to the altar and seek the Lord. Because a lot of people, a lot, mm-mm, you get married, for looks and this woman don't even have the holy ghost you and not just the holy ghost she don't have a prayer life she don't even know the word of god she's not living the word of god her decisions her actions her lifestyle is not based on the word of god she's not walking in the spirit but yet a lot of men hey oh yeah she look good oh yeah she can sing oh yeah look at oh yeah look how she can dance but she has no substance it's just a, it's a facade. It's just an outward thing because you can tell by the actions and the lifestyle that she live every day that she's not walking in the spirit. She's walking in the flesh. So, but we, you know what? I got to go on. But women, same thing for you. You need to come to God and ask him for help. Because if you're struggling with depression, anxiety, or different things, you need to come to the throne of God and ask him for help. 
because a man cannot fill a void that only Jesus can. You'll get the man and you'll try to put him in a place of God for your happiness. And he will never come up to that. He may, some things will make you happy, but he can never please you the way that God can. And you'll be expecting him to fill that void that only God could have filled. But yet you decided to go after a man instead of God to fill the void. So now you are unhappy in your marriage because no matter what this man do, he can't please you. And he's a good man. But no matter what he do, it's not going to please you because you're looking for him to be God, actually. When you should have felt your joy, your peace, your love in God before you got married. But you didn't find that in God. You wanted to go after a man. And so that's why I was like, Lord, I thank you. Because sometimes you don't understand the way you're like, Lord, why in the world did I have to wait this long? But God had to work some things out of me. God had to put some things in me where I'm totally dependent on God, where I love God with all my heart, mind, and soul, where I find joy and peace in him. A man cannot be your everything because what if he die? He's human. And then he's human. God is my everything. And I look for my husband. He's going to compliment me and he's going to add to the joyful and loving life that I already have. I'm not going to expect him to do things that only God can do. And we don't need to put that pressure on any human being. And that is why, yeah, a lot of marriages break up. Because you expect him to be somebody that he cannot be. And so anyway, we all, we all are human. We, we all are human. We have flaws. And so that's when the compassion comes and the forgiving and see all of that. And I, I thank the Lord. I thank the Lord for opening up my understanding. I thank God for the knowledge and wisdom he has given me over these years. And that's why I'm like, woo, because if I would have got married 13 years ago, mm-mm. I was too selfish to get married 13 years ago. Now I'm like, I'm always trying to think about the other person, like the other person. How, how, how would they take this? Like, if I say this, how would that affect them? Or, okay, if something is happening to them and they come at me with like brush, brush off or, or just a very snappy attitude. Well, wait, wait, maybe something happened that during the day, maybe they're going through something emotionally or, or something is happening. So I'm always trying to consider the other person way of thinking or the other person way of feeling or the other person situation, because see a marriage is about serving your other part. We're serving your partner, your partner, your husband to be specific. So, I'm always thinking of ways like now, like, well, maybe they did that action because of this happened in the past or this, this, this happened. I'm always trying to, you know, empathize or, or empathize with a person or rationalize something out to understand where they are coming from. And that, that is, that is what you need again, because marriage is service. So I thank the Lord for how, like, through the years, I asked the Lord to help me and to perfect me so I can be the loving wife that I need to be for my spouse. Give me the grace, give me the knowledge and wisdom so I can be the correct and perfect fit for my spouse. I didn't say I was perfect, but I will be the perfect fit for my spouse to be able to come for us to come together and to handle and deal with any situations that we may have to deal with.
Glory to God. But anyway, I'm going to go on. So we need to be asking God for help in our singleness about the different issues that we may see that may come that we may come across that is not like God, that we need him to take it out of us and we need to we need him to put in us those qualities that we need, first of all, to be a holy woman of God and second of all, to be a holy wife. You need to prepare yourself for that. Stop preparing yourself just for a man or for a wedding. You need to prepare yourself to be a holy spouse. First of all, a holy woman of God, because we have to marry Jesus when he come back. So if you wasn't a holy woman, you being just a spouse ain't even going to matter. Because that, that don't matter. We got to make sure we espouse to Jesus first. That is That was my greatest greatest goal lord let me make sure that me and you cool so when my husband come okay now we can work out anything that the devil may try to throw a monkey wrench in glory to god so i'm gonna go on glory to god that is god wants to manifest us to ourselves. god want to manifest us to ourselves. so again pray lord show me me so I can be the holy woman of God you want me to be. So I can be the holy spouse that you want me to be for my spouse. Glory to God. Going on. Uh, number five. It will be made manifest if we are children of God or children of the devil. It will be made manifest if we are children of God or children of the devil. So that is why I was saying, I mean, you got to get in the presence of God. And he will. I'm going to go 1 John 3, 5 through 7 again. Three, Excuse me. 1 John 3, 5, 7 through 10. And ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins. And in him is no sin. That's Jesus Christ. Little children, let no man deceive you. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. Even as he is righteous, he that committeth sin, he that committeth sin is of the devil. And it's talking about like you continually and habitually committing sin. He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever is born of God does not commit sin. So you talking about you got you got you a good man, but he's steady committing sin. Hmm. For whosoever is born of God does not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin habitually, continually. He cannot sin because he is born of God. And this, the children of God are manifest. So you know what? You be here, ooh, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Let me read this for y'all. In this, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doth not righteousness is not of God. Let me read again. Whosoever doth not righteousness is not of God. What is righteousness? Right living. Right standing with God, not right living according to humans, right living according to God, right standing with God. And you can't be right if you're a sinner. Neither he that loveth not his brother. I think this is so deep because <laughs> you be having people tell some they're righteous, but you hate somebody. You're not a child of God. So I'm going to say this again. Um, 
In this, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. So, that's how you can distinguish a child of God and a child of the devil. If you do righteousness and you love your brother, you are a child of God. If you do not, you are a child of the devil. And there's none righteous but one. That's Jesus Christ. And if you don't have his spirit, you are not a child of God. And so that's the thing. And that's why I'm like, I just don't understand. I was like, I can't marry a child of the devil. It's going to be made manifest if this man that you're talking to is a child of God or a child of the devil. If he continually and habitually commits sin, he is a child of the devil. If you yourself continue habitually commit sin, it's being manifested that you are a child of the devil. You're not a child of God, so we can't fool ourselves. You got to come to God and be like, hey, I acknowledge, Lord, I, uh, uh, I'm a sinner. Uh, 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 I'm on the wrong side. I want to be your child. Lord, wash me, cleanse me, save me, Lord. Fill me with your Holy Ghost. Because you, the Bible clearly telling us on tonight, that's 1 John 3, 5, 7 through 10. So it's going to be manifested if you or this person is a child of God or if they're a child of the devil. It's very clear. We can't say we're a child of God and we continually, habitually sinning. Shaking your booty up in the club having sex, people you're not married to, drinking, smoking, getting high, gossiping, hating. I'm, I'm trying to understand, make, make it make sense. Just because you come to church don't make you a child of God. No, it say you, you, if you do righteousness, right living, right standing before God, that makes you a child of God. Having positions in the church, minister, deacon, usher, brother, sister, missionary, evangelist it don't matter you name it it don't matter if you don't do righteousness you're not a child of god you're a child of the devil and it's being manifested you're manifesting to yourself to everybody else whether or not you're a child of god or a child of the devil he that doeth righteousness and love his brother is a child of god if you don't do that you are a child of the devil, and you can't be righteous without receiving salvation, being born again of the water and the spirit. Born again of the water by being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, being filled with the Holy Ghost, and living a holy life. So let's think about that today. Is it being manifested that you are a child of God, or is it being manifested that you are a child of the devil? Because it's going to be seen clearly. It's clear. That's manifest. Seeing clearly by your actions that you are either a child of God or a child of the devil. We're going to go on because I don't want to make this long. Now, God wants to manifest himself through us. I'm talking about to, I'm talking to every born again believer. God wants to manifest himself through us. 2 Corinthians 4 and 10. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. So just like Jesus died and he suffered, we're going to have to do the same thing. Just like Jesus walked on this earth, he, he had no sin. 
No sin. We don't want to keep sin in our lives. Just like Jesus showed love to everyone, even his enemies, we have to do the same. So God want to manifest himself through us because the body of Christ collectively, we are his hands, we are his feet, we are his foot, we are his mouth. We are the body of Christ. So individually, he want to manifest himself through us because we got to live the life, a life of sacrifice, a life, a life I'm telling you, is a life of self-denial. But if you ain't about this life, that's okay. You can be a child of the devil. But if you bought this life, no. If you say you're a child of God, yes, it's going to come with sacrifice. Yes, it's going to come with rejection. Yes, it's going to come with self-denial. We talk about we want to be like Jesus. This is what happened to Jesus. Expect it. And ask God to give you the strength to go through it. Now, John. John 9, 1 through 3. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither have this man sinned, neither have this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. That's John 9, 1 through 3. So, God wants to manifest himself through us. And sometimes we have to go through some tough situations. This boy was not blind. His parents didn't sin. He didn't sin. But God wanted his works to be made manifest through him. So I'm telling you, saints of God that is listening to me, if you have a sickness in your body, it may be cancer whatever kind of disease that you may have that don't mean that you sinned don't don't listen to the naysayers or to the people that might be whispering saying oh she must have sinned against god don't listen to them if you know you haven't sinned and you've been living a righteous life guess what god wants to work something through that god wants to perform a miracle glory to god in your life so go through it because a lot of times, that's the way God going to manifest himself so others will know and see his great power. And so a lot of times we're like, woo, we want miracles, signs, and wonders. But we're going to have to go through some things. <laughs> because if the miracle going to be done through us, it got to be some type of negative situation that we can't control. Ooh, glory. That we can't handle ourselves. And it don't matter. It can be a financial problem. It can be uh, problems in your home, problems with, you know, uh, uh, in your family, anything like that. And so in order for a miracle to be done, it got to be something that you cannot handle on your own. <laughs> and so the doctor's report would say, hey, we gave you up. We can't do nothing else for you. Hey, glory to God. That's just right for God to, ooh, what did it say? But that the works of God should be made manifest in you in your life so give god the praise give god the glory because his works is being made manifest through you go through it glory to god hallelujah that encouraged me i was like oh yes i can go through okay we're gonna go on so god wants to manifest himself through us and it's gonna be for his glory good 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 thank you lord now seven 
He want to manifest his gifts through the church. He want to manifest his gifts through the church. That's why we got to spend some time with him, body of Christ, praying and fasting and reading his word, glory to God, and being empowered. While we, When we come to the church building, don't just come to come. You need to receive a word from the Lord so you can do what he called you to do. So 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given by the Spirit, so you got to be Holy Ghost filled. For one is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self same spirit, one spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11. So if we say we possess the Holy Ghost, then we should, the church should be actively displaying these gifts. And so that's why I'm saying, uh-uh, we got to move from where we at. We cannot be comfortable being dormant in our gifts. We need to be active because first of all, Jesus is soon to come. And this is what's supposed to be going on in the body of Christ with all of us saying that we have the Holy Ghost. We got to possess it and we have to spend some time with God so these gifts could be shown clearly manifested by the Spirit. Glory to God. And so you seek the Lord. If you don't have a gift that you're operating in, now you do have a gift. It might just be dormant because you're not where you need to be in God. You need to get a close relationship with God and ask him to reveal to you your gift because you have a gift that's going to edify the body of Christ that will even help bring souls in to the body of Christ. Ask God for your gift. And when you find out what it is, you need to be actively working in the gift that God or gifts that God has given you. Glory to God. Number eight. It will be made manifest. Oh, no, I already said that. Uh-uh-uh. But I didn't. You know what? I didn't finish. I'm a, this a part two. This a part two it, is it will be made manifest if we are children of God or children of the devil. I didn't read these scriptures. Some men's sins are open beforehand, going before to judgment, and some men they follow after. Likewise, also the good works of some are manifest beforehand. Yes. And they that are otherwise cannot be hid. That's 1 Timothy 5, 24 and 25. Now as James, Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. 2 Timothy 3, 8. But they shall proceed no further for their folly shall be made manifest until all men, as theirs also was. So these people that's claiming to be somebody that they not, their work's going to be made manifest until all men as well. That's 2 Timothy 3 and 9. 
for nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. Luke 8 and 17. And so that's why I'm telling y'all, it's no time to be a hypocrite because, hey, either you a child of God or you a child of devil because what's done in the dark, it's going to come to light. And see, I, I'm like, I never wanted to be a hypocrite. It's like, hey, what you see is what you get. Either I'm going to be all in for God or I'm going out in the world because I'm telling you, a lukewarm person is not going to heaven. So I'm like, if I'm going to sin, I might as well sin big and go to hell. Like, it just makes no sense for me to come to church every Sunday, tell y'all about the Lord, and I go to hell myself. It makes no sense. And I sin. And I'll be a sinner. It makes no sense. So I'm like, no, I'm going all out and out for Jesus because it's nothing here that's not going to be revealed. So you need to be the real you. If you, if you living in sin, you need to be saved. If you up in the church saying you're saved, you need to ask God to cleanse you from all unrighteousness and come boldly before his throne. Because he will cleanse you. He'll forgive you. But don't pretend and act like you something that you're not. Because God not getting the glory, you ain't fooling the saints. And you ain't fooling some people because some people can see straight through a hypocrite. But we're going to go on. Glory to God. Every That brings me to the last one. Every man's work shall be made manifest. Every man's work shall be made manifest. The Bible says, 1 Corinthians 3 and 13, Every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. So you be careful how you build the work. Be careful how you're building the work. Glory to God. Are you about souls or are you about just being seen? Are you about souls or are you just about the money? Are you about souls or are you just about pleasing people? Glory to God. And so when this thing is in your heart, when you love God, you're going to be building on a foundation of Jesus Christ. You're going to be building up the kingdom of God. You're going to be building the walls of holiness. You're going to be perfecting holiness in your own life because it's going to be made manifest if you was walking in the spirit, perfecting holiness, or if you was walking in your flesh. There's so many things. Oh, my gosh. It's so many things that says if you walking in the flesh. If you walk it in the flesh, it will be made manifest. And hold on, hold on. Let me get it. Let me get it. Because y'all might not believe me. Galatians 5, 19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, adultery, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revealings, and such like. You can't inherit the kingdom of God with it. And this is a manifestation of you walking in your flesh. So it's going to be made manifest who we are, children of God, children of the devil, is walking in spirit, because you're walking in the spirit. Wait, 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 with my fruit of the spirit, you have love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. That's a manifestation of the Spirit. But if you are walking in the flesh, the manifestations of the flesh, I just named them. So we want to be walking in the Spirit. And again, ask God to show you you. Ask God to show you Him. Because 
he will do it. God don't want us to be blind, but if you're not going to love him, if you're not going to love his word, he's not going to reveal himself to you. If you don't have a hunger and thirst after him, he ain't going to reveal himself to you. Like I told y'all, no relationship. Think about the natural. If you don't have time for me, you don't want to talk to me. You don't want to love on me. You don't want to spend time with me. You don't want to do nothing. You don't want to represent me in front of other people, like talk about me in front of other people. You ashamed of me? Why would I reveal my word and things to you? I'm not going to do it. And so that's how, that's how the, um, that's how God is. You don't spend time with him. You ashamed of him when other people around you that disagree with the word of God, you ashamed of him. You don't live out his word. You just know it. He not going to reveal. You got to have that hunger and thirst after righteousness. And you will be filled. You will be filled with his knowledge, his wisdom, his spirit. He will reveal himself to you. But you got to spend some time. You got to want it. So I'm telling you, if you're unsaved, don't say cry out to Jesus. Ask him to make himself known to you. He'll send somebody to you while you're reading the scriptures. He'll begin to open up your understanding because God wants you to know him. But you got to come after him. Come after him with all your heart and he will reveal himself to you. And so again, I encourage y'all, don't be caught up in manifesting this natural stuff, but you have not. God has not manifested himself to you and you don't even know you. You need to ask God to come into your life on today. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Time is short. Jesus is soon to come and God loves you. He want a relationship with you. He want to manifest himself to you. Glory to God. Glory to God. So y'all be encouraged on today. I tried to make this 30 minutes a little longer. But anyway, y'all be encouraged on today. Don't be content without being born again in the water and the spirit, being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Don't be content because God is coming back for his bride. And the only way you can be part of the bride is by being born again of the water and the spirit. And he has to find you being holy still, being righteous still. Glory to God. We got to continue to fight this good fight of faith until the end. Only those that endure to the end shall be saved. Well, everyone, you have a blessed, blessed day. Peace out.